Hey everybody, Chris Kelly here at the Social Media Icon. I have the distinct pleasure of interviewing one of the greatest people I've met as far as business and attraction marketing. I've had the privilege of interviewing Diane Hockman. So if you'd like, um, let's go take a look on the inside and see what she has to say. everybody, Chris Collier here, your social media icon. I'm with the one, the only angel of light, Diane Hockman. <laughs> no, she is really light. attracting the light. She's, <laughs> she really believes attracting, attracting marking, attraction marking so well, she's attracting light. <laughs> it's my fault. I forgot that it used to be 11 o'clock. That was the, the hour of this. And uh, the time changed, and so now it's noon. So we are getting the sun which is okay vitamin d chris is yes yes and you are fighting off this uh i don't even want to mention it but yeah just so we can get ourselves this this coronavirus thing that's going around it's a good time to be in business it's a good time to take advantage of this opportunity do you have any thoughts on that well since we mentioned it yeah i do um it's interesting because most of us start, like I started in the industry 20 years ago, and I just wanted to make money from home, and I started selling vitamins through a network marketing company. But over the years, we become more and more entrepreneurial, and we learn more. And um, so now, it's really a great time for people that, I mean, if you're brand new, Chris will take care of you, help you out with whatever you're looking to learn. But if you've been around the block for a little while and you've taken a lot of courses and different things over the years, now's the time to go ahead and pull up all that knowledge because always with, with struggle and with problems comes huge opportunity. The question is, can you see them? Um, I'm looking for them myself. I'm, I'm looking to see what I see. Um, but there is 100% opportunity. And if you look around, some businesses um, that were doing okay two weeks ago are flying and other businesses that were doing okay two weeks ago are dying. Um, and so trying to open up our minds and see things a little. Makes sense. It makes great sense. I just, I think like, you know, someone's always making money in any economy. Someone's making money. Always. And there's always money to be made because people get into this mindset that nobody has any money. No, actually, if the toilet paper truck came around right now, I'd be outside with my money. And hand sanitizer, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I have soap, so I'm less worried about that. But at some point, I'm going to need the TP. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, you know, that's kind of your personality. You just tell it how you see it, how it is. Um, yeah. For those that don't know you, Diane, um, give them a little bit of your background, your history. Sure. Um, 1999, uh, I had left my job because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, had two little kids, um, forgot they weren't paying me anymore, and we ran up a whole bunch of credit card debt, and um, I wasn't even looking for a business because I didn't know it was an option for me. I was thinking I had to go back to my job, and um, I, was, I bought some products. Actually, I didn't buy them. My father-in-law at the time bought them for me, and I went to a meeting, and that's the first time I saw the idea of working from home. and. Um, that type of thing and I signed up that day for $72.95 and it's now 20 years later. <laughs> well let, let's let's go through the process that everyone goes through right everyone goes mm -hmm. through the process of marketing in what they think is right 
which call, we call spamming, and then transitioning into what we know as attraction marketing. Because everyone wants to be successful. I mean, no one signs up to be a failure. Exactly. Uh, so it's a mindset thing. I, and um, then action. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's you're right. I think we all start, and we really do need to start with people we know. If you had a pizza place, you'd let everybody you know, hey, please can you send people down? We're having a grand opening. You'd invite everybody over, or you'd give your friends coupons to, to help proliferate the word. Um, so a lot of people get all upset about when they get into the industry, when they're told to talk to people they know. Um, it's about the way you do it versus doing it. Because if I were a real estate agent, I just got certified. I'd tell everybody I knew that I just, you know, I'm a whatever registered real estate agent. If you know anybody who's looking to, uh, to buy or sell, um, we just get very emotionally caught up in whether or not that one guy, that one aunt is going to buy your thing. And that's natural and normal. But first, we always want to go to um, the people we know. And usually, we can earn back the money that we invested and actually make a few dollars so that we have a story. That's when we start to get in trouble because we run out of people we know. And then we start going around and pestering strangers on the internet. And um, that's the, the zone of danger. And then a lot of people start to realize if I want to make it, if I want to stick around, I'm going to need to learn a little bit about marketing. And that's when they start finding people like me to take a course or to, um, you know, work with someone just to learn the skills. And that's what happened to me is I went through warm market, made a bunch of money. Then everybody and all my family and friends quit. It was Christmas time. They wanted to eat bonbons. They didn't want to lose weight anymore. Um, and then I tried to walk around the mall and pester people. I had two little kids. That was hard. I tried to call strangers. I'm an introvert. That didn't go well. <laughs> like you said, I just say it like it is. Like, blah, 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 stuff. You know, I, I'm not good on the phone. Um, if I feel like I'm bothering someone, I tend to not do so well, um, which again, that's a mindset issue, right? Because right now, almost all of us have something to sell that could really help someone. But if we feel like we're bothering people, we won't approach. If we feel like we're saving them, we will approach. Interesting. Um, and then I just um, came across a course and I started to learn basically how to reverse the tide and have people come to me. And once that happened, everything went wild. <laughs> so let, yeah. let's, let's park there for a second, Dan. I think that's interesting. Um, you know, we have to go from a place of where we don't think we have any value to offer other than our product or service mm -hmm. to knowing that we, we intrinsically have something to offer. So mm -hmm. it, uh, help people understand that a little bit better. Well, when I talk about this, I like to go back. I grew up in New York City, uh, and, and God save New York City right now. It's going through a rough time. I grew up in New York City, and in New York City, there were corner stores, okay? And every corner had a store, you know, at the end of the, at the, end of the block on the main avenue. Every corner had a store, and, you know, there might have been a soda fountain. There was like a mom and pop, like a, what they call bodegas today, where you go and get your cold cuts or whatever. And over there, there might have been whatever. And I'm not talking about the main shopping streets. I'm talking about the little neighborhood stores. And you would always go to one store or the other, and it was never based on, they all had the same stuff. They all had the same cold cuts. They all had the same can of peas. They all had the same penny candy. So why did you go to the one on this corner versus the one across the street? And the reason was always the person, the person who ran the store and how they made you feel. And whether or not when you walked in, you felt welcomed and et cetera. Um, 
And that's the way I look at it. I sell products at lots of other, I'm the number one affiliate in a program that has, I think a hundred and some on thousand of affiliates. So a hundred other, a hundred thousand other people, and it's probably about 150,000 are selling the same thing as me. So how do you get to be the one that people come to? It's the way you treat people and that's where your value is. And yeah, you can get skilled over time and maybe, you know, the guy at this store could cut your ham a little bit thinner the way you extra like it. And that's okay. That's skill. But most of it is people skills. Yes. That's why they call you the queen. I forgot. (laughs) People tried to come after that crown. I think uh, a couple have tried and uh, succeeded, but then you turn around and you put kick it in gear and leave them in the dust. Uh, I, I remember when I actually got to meet you in person, it was a great experience. We have a great picture together. You and I, yeah, it's funny, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, so what are you working on now? What, what are, what's in, what are you doing now? Um, the same stuff I've been doing all along, um, which is teaching attraction marketing, uh, working with people through different organizations. I also just recently got reinvolved in network marketing a little bit, you know, because um, uh, I, I happen to use a product that I love. So um, I have a group over there and uh, a lot of consulting. I'm doing projects now with a lot of um, top marketers, you know, I kind of in the background and I like that. So hopefully I'll get back out. And um, when this is all over, and again, you may be watching this much later, but right now we are literally at the beginning of, I know it'll go down in the history books of the coronavirus episode. And, um, you know, so all the events are canceled, except hopefully when it's all said and done, we'll be back out on the road and I'll, you know, teaching seminars and stuff like that, which is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, I can't wait to see you here in Atlanta. Yay! Uh, I was supposed to be in Atlanta last night, literally. And in fact, you would have heard because I was planning a get-together. I was supposed to leave on right right now. Let's let's all just bow our heads because I was supposed to be getting on a cruise ship right now in Miami. And I was flying to Atlanta the night before, the afternoon before, to do uh, a get-together with people. Wow. And then I was going to go to Miami in the morning. It's probably good you didn't. I mean, you know, the, the timing of things, I'd be glad you weren't one of the people stuck on the cruise ship. Uh, well, that's, you know, it was funny because, not to go off on a tangent, but I will. Um, I did not, I, I was at my friend's house and they were like, you're not going on a cruise. And my kids were like, you're not going on a cruise. And we were watching what was going on with the princess ship. And I was like, ah, it's one ship. There's 120 ship on the seas right now. And they shut it down for two people and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> you know, and I'm rationalizing. Yes, she just coughed. I have a cold. Yes. So um, I'm rationalizing. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then I find out that one of my friends was on that ship that got quarantined. And then I start seeing all these stories. And then I was like, please, Norwegian Cruise Lines, cancel so I don't have to do it myself. And they did. Um, <laughs> it's in Atlanta that we're going to host. They also ended up, one of them has a health issue. Oh, um, host because I was going to put out the word and I had I had probably 30 40 people that were going to come get together just for a drink or something wasn't meant to be so I'll be back to Atlanta another time yes 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 so if you had if if you had to start all over now what would you Mm do if you didn't have the contacts the connections because I mean sometimes over time you can make things happen with connections because you do attract people in your life even sometimes by default or accident but I think you've done a great job of attracting the right people. Well, you know, what I would do, and, and in fact, I'm doing it right now, ironically, um, because there's a new platform that's very popular called TikTok. 
And um, I got to tell you, my videos are somewhat pathetic. You guys can go check them out. There's like four of them there. They're kind of pathetic. So I don't know what I'm doing. I'm old. And I, I, I just don't have the moves or whatever. And I don't have the editing skills yet. But it's a whole new group of people that are into our space and what we do that I don't know. So what I'm doing is I'm going in, and I did this originally on Twitter, I did it on MySpace. I go in and I meet all the people that are in the space and I comment and engage with their content, right? Because a lot of people, by the way, content guys, all it is is a piece of uh, a video, a written piece or an audio piece. It's just something that you're teaching, could be something as short as one minute, could be you know, an hour long, could be a longer piece, but that's all content means. A lot of people hear that and they think it's like, oh, you know, it's just, hey, here's a great tip on how to keep your hands clean right now, you know, whatever. So when I don't have content or I'm not confident, like right now I'm not confident on TikTok to make really good content, I go engage with all the people that are. One, because it's more people that might be potential prospects for me, but it's also people that might be the leaders of the next generation of this industry. And ironically, a lot of the people that I met back in the day when I was like the, the originator with YouTube videos and stuff, they all turned out to go larger than me. And I've been on their stages and we're talking uh, Fernie Ceballos and Tim Irway from um, Elite Marketing Pro. We're talking um, Brian Finale and Norbert from My Elite System Pro. We're talking Ray Higdon. We're talking all of these people that I met 12 years ago. Yes, they are connections now. And I, I was lucky enough to grace their stages and so on. Well, that sounded obnoxious. You're not supposed to say, you're not supposed to say yourself that you graced a stage. I was lucky enough to be on their stages. Um, so I'm always looking to meet tomorrow's superstars, but I'm also looking for who's looking for what I know how to do now. So I happen to be in the marketing space, but you could be in the baseball space. Like right now, there's tons of people that are lamenting their sports. There's tons of people talking everywhere. You can build an audience of sports fans literally in two weeks and then come out with some shirts or something that's, you know, some kind of cute saying or something about Corona ruined my spring training or whatever, you know, I'm not a sports person. But there's so much money to be made, but it all starts with building that audience. And so now I'm looking to build new audiences because new people are looking for what I do in this moment. Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> makes great sense. You know, I was reading yeah. something yesterday and it said that, uh, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second mm -hmm. best time's right now. So mm -hmm. um, I, I hear what you're saying is find people in, in different platforms. Uh, the newest one is TikTok. This is really going to date us now. We got us pinned down. <laughs> well, I mean, what we said, coronavirus. Yeah. Hey, guys, it is March 21st, 2020. <laughs> I think that's cool. I'm sorry, Chris, but it's um, cool. This content is evergreen. Because what we're talking about, it's exactly what I did on MySpace. I really want you to understand that in whatever year that was. I did it on MySpace. I did it on Facebook. I was one of the first to Facebook. And what I did was I met everybody in the neighborhood. If I owned a corner store, that's what I'd want to do. I'd want to meet especially all the ladies that tell everybody what to do. There's always like a lady in every neighborhood that's the boss lady, right? I want to meet the kingpins. I want to meet the most influential people. And the best way to do that is engage in their content and um, promote them. 
you know, a lot of people are like, I can't tell anybody about anybody else. I'm an attraction marketer. I believe that by telling everybody, go see Chris, that the people that are attracted to you will be attracted to you. And I, I, I can't lose because first of all, you're an awesome guy. And based upon where you're, you know, where you're based and your expertise, the right people will find you. I can't lose by sending people to the right place. It's like Miracle on 34th Street. Santa <laughs> sent people from Macy's to Gimbel's. Macy's I laugh because uh, I don't know if you know this or remember, but I'm a pastor as well. And so in that genre, in that platform of people, a lot of pastors deal with, oh, I don't want to tell anyone about this pastor over here because I'll lose them. Well, the, if you lose them, they were never yours in the first place. That, and how can you lose them if they find their pathway to God, if they find the person that can speak into them to help them to find their path to God? Let them go. Right, right. <laughs> That's how I feel. Now, about I don't need it. to but, be your marketing teacher. I just need you to learn marketing so that you're self-sufficient so that when, I mean, we never imagined a situation like this. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. But so I was going to say when a situation comes along again, um, but wouldn't it be nice to know you already had those contacts, that audience, et cetera, when something bad happens? Now's the time. And I don't care who teaches you how to do it. <laughs> who the teacher is I don't care who the person is I don't care whose courses you buy I don't care whose seminar you go to I just want you to learn like I did I was lucky right place right time right people opening of social media I was just lucky so it was luck. I always say that there's an old saying that said when the students ready the teacher will come I think mm -hmm. you were in a place where you were ready and you had you had the grace of meeting Jim Rohn and uh, him being your mentor, um, I, I listen to the guy all the time. He's one of my favorites. Him and Bob Proctor, love them both. Uh, I think like a lot of times we put ourselves out of business by our mind. I think that's really the biggest key is your mindset. Um, if you, my grandma used to tell me, whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, wise woman. Uh, I want to tell you a funny story, Chris, really quick. When I, the first time I met Jim Rohn, and guys, if you don't know him, just look him up on YouTube, R-O-H-N, Jim Rohn. Go listen to one of his talks. Anyone, there's tons of them there. I had qualified through sales to go to this special dinner with this guy. I didn't know who he was. And there was like 10 people in the room, maybe 20 max. I, mean, I, I There weren't that many people. This was in 2000, I think. And I went and they were all like, oh my God. And I'm like, who's this dude? I don't know who he is. And I walk in, he's an old guy. And what I do know is that he had nice wine because the one thing he insisted on was good wine. Um, I didn't know who he was. And he just sat there and everybody was like, their jaw was on the floor and every word he said, and everybody was taking notes. And I'm like, yep, yeah, can you pass the salt? Because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I learned very quickly. But um, isn't it funny how we land in a room and a place and a time and it's what we do with it. It's what we do with it. I think also just hearing that story, it makes me think because you weren't taken aback and um, because I, I'm, I love professional wrestling as well. And if I happen to meet superstars, I don't get uh, overwhelmed or I don't get starstruck by them. And sometimes that's a benefit because they think you're just a normal human being. If you're like, oh, let me get your autograph. Let me do this. Then they're taken back and they're like, oh, I can't deal with this person on level. They need to be dealt with because they can't really handle the information. Sure, they'll get it down, but some things are caught and not taught. And uh, I, like I just found that 
sometimes you get yourself mentally out because you think this person's so huge. They still have to go to the restroom. They still have to put on their pants or clothes, whatever they're wearing. They still have to live life. So, um, end of the you day, know, a, great, I, a great example of that, Chris, is look at um, Diamond Dallas Page, right? He went from being like one of the biggest wrestlers in the world. And now he runs a yoga studio. Now it ain't your mama's yoga, as he says, but he's still impacting people tremendously. But I mean, he takes people into the studio and he takes people into the, he has a, like a retreat place or whatever. He's a guy, he's a guy. And I think he's one of the prime examples of a man who went on to, to do work that's really special after the fame, after the fame. We're all just humans, and this industry tends to promote this idea that we're, you know, this elite whatever. Guess what? Sorry, I'm going to bring it up again, but coronavirus affects every single one of us. There isn't, you know, maybe somebody has a little bit more money so they can get their toilet paper delivered versus having to go out for it, but everybody's at risk, and everybody's life is going to change, and none of us are any different than anyone else, and all of us still need toilet paper, right? <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things about Diamond uh, that you might not know, but he gets a lot of people that are former wrestlers or current wrestlers that have drug problems. And he Take the snake. Yep. So book. amazing. Uh, book. I read his book. So here's a tip, y'all. Um, Diane hasn't said this, but I'll jump on it is you can use your gift, your what you're good at your platform also in many different ways. He uses it to help other wrestlers. He uses it to help other people. He, he, there's a lot of people here in Atlanta that go to him, celebrities and stuff. Oh, I forget he's, he's in Atlanta. Crazy. I forgot. Huh? I forgot he's in your area. I mm -hmm. forgot the studio's there or whatever it's called. What's it called? Performance Center's there. No, it's called uh, Diamond Dallas Page uh, Yoga. DDP yeah, Yoga. But isn't, isn't his, right, but isn't his studio, I think he, the, the Marietta. performance center. Center or something yeah i forgot he was right there yeah and but see he's not afraid to use it for he, he'll get the cut paying customers on the back end he'll use it for people who are in rehab and last chance scenarios to yeah. get them back both physically and mentally right so they can perform at the highest level um because i really think that um a lot of people will laugh at this but professional wrestlers are some of the uh best athletes we have in the world because they have to do things that other people would do or couldn't do and they have to make it look real even though it's not i mean it is uh i've took professional wrestling classes it's not um it's, it's not uh, fake it's just scripted it's a show it's entertainment but it's not fake right it's, it is scripted um you take a you take a hit from a steel chair it's gonna hurt uh there's no way to fake a hit of a steel chair <laughs> no i mean these guys good. get beaten up One yes of the they do what was that movie? I think it was called The Wrestler. Mm -hmm. um, met like 10 years ago. Um, yep. Mickey was in it. Great movie. Yep. Great. Had a good good background. Mm -hmm. uh, a good uh, backstory. And that's the way a lot of them lived back in the 70s and 80s. Now, they're kind of, you know, they got the start in uh, Circus Maximus back in Greek, uh, in Rome, times of Rome. Oh, yeah. And all through the ages, they've always been uh, in the circus. Now, they've kind of cleaned themselves up but you can't get rid of your root necessarily. Um, any final words you want to leave with the people, Diane? Um, I have so many words. I'm trying to decide which ones are the right ones for this group. 
you know, because on another day I do the whole make a decision thing and, and all that type of stuff. Um, your, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just feeling something, Chris. Um, and by the way, I love that we went off on the tangent of, of wrestling because I, I love greatness in every venue. And when I spot someone, when I saw DDP, I just said, that's a great man. I wanted to learn about him. I love to spot people. Um, as working from home can be a means to an end. In fact, a lot of America is working from home right now because their jobs have sent them home. Hopefully, uh, you know, for those that still have jobs. Um, working from home sounds like a fantasy and it's, you know, it's, it sounds like a fantasy. It's not. Having a business and making a decision to have a business is hard work. Um, and it can give you, I say, I was the girl that believed that you could sip a coconut out of a coconut on the beaches of the world. And I have, I've been all over. Um, and I was just going on another cruise again. I've been all over. I have sipped out of a coconut literally on beaches. I try to get one every time I see them because it's just fun. Um, and I have driven the crazy car and I have done all of these things. And in the end, what you find out, and I scaled it all back down and I had some life changes myself. Um, in the end, what you find out is it's about freedom. And for those, and some people have to have it. I was one of them. Um, if you want to make some extra money in a part-time, like a side gig in the industry, please do. There's lots of ways to make 500 bucks. Um, and it's a great thing. And it, it can pay off your mortgage early. Like we just had a guy works full-time. He's um, a police officer, but he paid off his mortgage. And he's, I don't even think he's 40. It's incredible. So if that's something that you want to do, do it. But for those of you that are watching this and maybe still caught up a little bit in the fantasy, is the lifestyle possible? It certainly is. I've lived it. But it's your family. My kids are grown. My time is done with that. All of that stuff, the stuff that I started for, ends up being the reason I stayed. And it was never a car, and it was never a vacation, and it was never any of this. And now, more than ever, we know that it's true. I know that I'm here and I can get to my parents if they need me, you know, during this crisis. I know that I'm here and my kids know that I'm here. I know that I have the ability to stay and be safe. And it's more important than any cruise or any vacation or any car. It also gives you a lot of time to think and pray and meditate. And, and, and that's a gift that most people never get. That's what I would say, Chris. Well, I, I just want to say this. It's, it's been a pleasure. I was, uh, I was surprised you were free the weekend. I thought you'd have some online things. I told you, you I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm thrilled that like, we got together. We haven't spoken in a little bit, so I'm, I'm really glad you reached out. Um, my closing thoughts are just this. Listen, Di Diane's been in the industry, and she's the type of person, if you, if you reach out and try to build a real relationship, She'll help you any way she can. And she's the Jim Rohn of our time, I believe, uh, in a lot of ways. Um, it, actually, in wrestling, they, they have this thing called they pass the torch down. Ric Flair passed it down to somebody, and they took it, and they passed it on. Jim Rohn had to pass it on. So since Jim Rohn passed it on, you guys reach out to Diane. Now, don't spam her. She'll cut you off in an instant if you spam her. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a tough you know, tough broad. <laughs> She's, she gives you tough love, but she, she'll give you love. She'll give you um, 
but respect the industry, respect yourself, respect Diane from where she's coming from. Um, and uh, for those of you who are in my tribe, get, let's continue to grow. We have, a, we have we've just started. We're, we're, we're on this side. She's, she's here as a resource and still doing it because Chris, she, it's your time. Now it's your time. Now you are a pastor. You're somebody who has the background lead. We need, Right now, that's what we need. We need people to step up. Um, people like you, it's time. And your tribe um, is very lucky to have you because um, I'm telling you guys now, and I interrupted you and I'm sorry, and Gary Vaynerchuk interrupts people too. He's a bad boy. I'm a bad girl, what can I tell you? But um, in times like these, we don't need the hype. We don't need the silliness. We don't need the you know driver Maserati. We don't need the lose 400 pounds in a day and get into a bikini. What we need is leadership, and what we need is faithful people, and what we need is um, fundamental skills and human skills. And I'm hoping that maybe this um, whole thing turns out to be something good because a lot of people are starting to remember that they have neighbors, and maybe we're reaching out to our neighbors online. But the whole foundation of this industry was networking and neighbors. That's the foundation. And in your background and what you do, you know how to do that. You know how to do that. Everything else is gravy. You guys want to learn about Twitter? Great. You know, whatever. You want to learn about TikTok? I don't know. We'll do a dance, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there is one that you do this, so don't ask. Uh, I I'm, I'm the guy, like, if I was going to go to the club, I'd be like this, <laughs> against the wall. I, I'm, I'm the girl that if I wanted to go to the club, I'd stay home. So I'll, <laughs> club, I'll have a drink, I'll, I, you know, or whatever. I'll, I'll go out, but I am, I'm more like the acoustic guitar player kind of, you know. Unplugged, MTV unplugged. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, for sure. listen, Diane, it's been a, a real pleasure, and I appreciate the time. And, um, gosh, uh, we have to do this again. Uh, sure. I, like I said, I'll be around. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully uh, you'll be able to be on a cruise before long. Uh, I'm hoping this yeah. thing clears up sooner rather than later. Hopefully, Me too. really have our best minds and people on it. Um, those of you at home, thanks for watching. I hope you got something out of this because I have. I, I I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. Once again, thank you to our guest Diane Hockman. We appreciate it. We love you to pieces. God bless and have a great day.